sometimes we just need a push to get back up and keep trying again. As I navigate life now more than ever, Corrine's words still ring true and I can hear her whispering to me during life's storms to be quiet, be still. In this moment of your life, I encourage you to be quiet, be still, and know that God knows what you need. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence, increase your faith and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. Did you know that the natural result of low confidence is in action? This is what was stated in the article called The Confidence Gap by Katie Kay and Claire Shipman in the Harvard Business Review. When I think about self-esteem, low confidence, it reminds me of faith because when you look up the synonyms of confidence, it's faith, it's trust. And so 30 years ago, I was involved in an F4 tornado. Without warning, me and my family were left scrambling for shelter uh, to survive. And I wrote a book called While You Wait, Activating Your Faith. I wrote this book. Ironically, I got the idea many, many years ago, over 10 plus years ago, because I was going through a rough time around like 2010. And so I got the idea to write this book. But fast forward, so much has happened between now and then. My great grandmother was still alive at that time. And Now she has transitioned and so much has happened. COVID-19, I've gone through challenges in the workplace and relationships, and it's just been a lot that's happened since then. And so this book now really speaks to life and the roller coaster that it is. And so the quote that I started this with, the natural result of low confidence is in action, I think is powerful because when we don't have high enough self-esteem, we won't believe in anything. We won't believe what we can do. We won't believe what's possible. So I wanted to start this off with regard to uh, the foreword in this book, because I thought it was really powerful. I sat down this morning and I reread it and I said, wow, I really need to share this with more people because I know it will bless them. And so this is a short devotional journal. It's seven days activating your faith, essentially, because sometimes we just need a push to get back up and keep trying again. And as I mentioned, it was 30 years ago that the tornado hit. But what's powerful about this is what you will hear in a few moments. I dedicate this book to my late great grandmother, Corrine Allen, who is a pillar of faith in my life. She has always had faith in God and exemplified unconditional love every day. That faith was most evident during one of my most memorable life-changing events, an F4 tornado. On August 6, 1993, at approximately 1.30 p.m., our lives were turned upside down by a tornado moving at 30 miles per hour with top wind speeds of 210 miles per hour. 
With no forewarning, we found ourselves scrambling to take shelter within my grandmother's home. As the wind was howling, the home began shaking violently, but she was not shaken. In the middle of my terrifying screams and tears, my great-grandmother encouraged me, my aunt and cousin, to be quiet, be still. After the shaking ended, there was an eerie silence. Upon walking outside of the house and seeing all of the devastation surrounding us, we knew that nothing would be the same. As I navigate life now more than ever, Corrine's words still ring true, and I can hear her whispering to me during life's storms to be quiet, be still. Granny, as she was so affectionately called, remained calm for the 96 years God blessed her to be on this earth and never seemed to allow worry to overtake her because she had faith, aka confidence, that God would work everything out for her good. Granny's strength is to be admired and her love for family, friends, and neighbors adored. To my lifelong angel, your mark on my life in this world will live on. Because God blessed you, we are still here, standing strong and standing proud. In this moment of your life, I encourage you to be quiet, be still, and know that God knows what you need. Over the next seven days, may your faith be activated as you spend more time with God, find your inner strength, and reflect on where you've been, where you are, and raise your level of expectation for where you are going. And so that is how I start off this book, because so often we forget the power of confidence in this world. And even in Hebrews 10.35, the Bible tells us to do not throw away your confidence. It says, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And that is in Hebrews 10, 35 through 36. And that is what the Confidence Restored podcast is all about. It is about confidence, aka faith. And when I started this show, I thought it was going to be about self-esteem and what we look like and how we feel about ourselves. But it's so much more than that. It really is about faith. And so you'll notice that even on the cover of this book, there is a double rainbow. I took this picture about a month or so ago and I changed the cover for the book that I had designed over a decade ago to this because like in the Bible, the rainbow symbolized God's promise and he said he would never flood the earth again. And so when I think about God's promises, whenever I see the rainbow, I'm always reminded that God is God is with me, that He has promised us things. And so the fact that I saw a double rainbow over a mountain, and if you think about the symbolism of that, mountains, as you see a mountain, you also witness the valleys. And every mountain, when you think about it, is different shapes, it's different sizes, much like life. When we go through things, what we go through, sometimes it may seem monumental. It may seem huge. Other times, It may feel like it's a a small hill or a small battle we have to face. But then once we go over that mountain, we may find ourselves in another valley. And like I said, every valley, when you think about the valleys, they're all different shapes and sizes too, just like mountains. So some of them may feel like you're in the pit and others, it's just a little blip uh, in your step. And so when we think about this in the spiritual, so I've talked about the spiritual, the faith. 
I wrote and shared an article on LinkedIn called Unlocking Success, the Impact of Confidence in the Workplace. So much like that article and the quote from Katie Kay and Claire Shipman in the Harvard Business Review, I thought, wow, what a parallel, because I thought initially I was going to record this and focus on that aspect of it, unlocking your confidence in the workplace and life, personal and professional. But this morning when I sat down and I went back to my book, I said, you know what? I need to elaborate and expound on that because when you think about how fast things are moving today, life is happening regardless if we're ready or not. And so even when you think about what you do daily, confidence plays a crucial role in your personal and also in your professional growth because a lack of confidence, aka faith, will hinder your progress. It can limit opportunities and it can even lead to burnout. So when you think about research on this topic, there are a lot of people who have researched the impact of confidence on how we interact with individuals and what we do. So um, in an article conducted by the Harvard Business Review, they found that individuals with higher levels of confidence typically are more likely to take on challenging tasks. They make bold decisions and exhibit leadership qualities. For me, writing this book was a bold decision, but I'm so glad that I did because it allowed me to take a short trip down memory lane to share some things from my life. I didn't share every single thing from my life, but I shared some things in hopes of helping other people. And because it's written in the form of a devotional journal, I didn't want to spend too much time on the backstory because I really wanted individuals to be able to reflect on where they are, where they've been. And as we said earlier, raising their expectation for where they're going. And so when you think about it from a research perspective, Confidence not only enhances performance, but it also influences how others may perceive us. And so that may increase trust and respect, especially in relationships or within the workplace. And so in a different article uh, published by the Journal of Applied Psychology, it revealed that confidence positively affects motivation, overall well-being, and also even job satisfaction. So individuals who are more self-assured and not saying being proud and arrogant, but self-assured tend to be more resilient, adaptable to change, and better equipped to handle life's challenges. So here are three quick strategies just to boost your self-esteem. And I do, again, encourage you to get the book While You Wait, Activating Your Faith by me, Tamiria Jordan. It is available on Amazon. It is available on Barnes and Nobles online, Books a Million, and several other booksellers. But um, I will also include the link in the bio, uh, in the, the description, I should say, uh, for this episode, because even for me, going back and reading the pages blessed me. And I've been hearing from other people how it's been blessing them too. So my hope is that it will bless you as well. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. <laughs> if you are encouraged by this message, definitely let me know. But don't forget to subscribe, like the video and share it because you never know who could be blessed by the testimonies. So let's get into the three strategies to boost your self-esteem. Number one, celebrate achievements and set realistic goals. Seems simple, right? Acknowledge where you've been and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small, because even in the word, it reminds us to not throw away our what? Confidence, aka faith. That helps us build our internal self-image and reinforces 
our ability to move forward, to progress, because it says once you've done the will of God and you've progressed, but so often when we, when we don't acknowledge where we've been, we don't acknowledge what we've done. We forget that if I did it before, I can do it again. Hence the reason we think about faith and confidence alike. So when you set those realistic goals and you say, you know what, God, this is what I want to achieve. He will help you. And in fact, in another scripture in Habakkuk, it reminds us to write the vision and make it plain so that all will see, so that all who see it essentially can run towards it and, and get it done. But I don't take that for granted because setting the realistic goal to me is writing the vision. It is making it plain for me what I can accomplish if I believe and if I trust. So setting realistic goals helps stretch your capabilities without overwhelming you. But accomplishing that goal will make you feel even better, just like faith. Faith is a muscle. We have to not only activate it, but we have to work it so it gets stronger. So again, strategy one, celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they are, and set realistic targets and goals. Second is embrace continuous learning. Since I started to draft the book, While You Wait, Activating Your Faith, I have had so many life situations that have happened. We've all gone through COVID-19. I went through a month-long miscarriage. I thank God I'm still here. Um, I've since lost my great-grandmother and several other family members. Um, Even when I think about December, there were five individuals that we lost in a short period of time. And the impact of that reminds me that life is but a vapor. We are here for a short time. So what are we going to learn from those lessons? So embrace continuous learning. So those situations are hard and you realize that life is a journey. But again, when I think about the double rainbow, I also trust in the word and the promise that if we believe um, in our hearts and confess that Jesus is Lord, that we will be saved. And so when I think about continuous learning, I think about the testimonies. And in, in Revelations 12, it reminds us that we overcome the enemy by the power of our testimony. But how we get a testimony is we go through a test, we learn a lesson, and then we share that with other people. So invest in yourself, learn new skills, acquire new knowledge, read your word so that you can build up your faith. You can continuously learn. You can get wisdom. You can attend conferences, online trainings, workshops. There's so many things you can do in the natural, but also in the spiritual to build up your faith, aka your confidence. And the more you learn and expand your expertise, the more confident you will become. So knowledge is power and it fuels confidence. Knowledge includes the wisdom that we get from the spiritual. And the third strategy is cultivate a supportive network. This is really important because if you surround yourself with individuals who will uplift you, who will support you, who will encourage you and believe in your potential, it makes it a lot easier to keep walking this faith walk, to keep going, to keep pushing. But If you're around people who are negative, who are dragging you down, who are telling you what you can't do, what you can't be, that takes a toll on you mentally. And so it's important to engage in open conversations, not saying that individuals may not have constructive criticism, but be mindful of what you allow in and really take account of what it is. I've I've heard people say, take the meat and spit out the bones. 
See if it aligns with what your spirit tells you and if it is in alignment with your goals and engage in those open conversations. Share the accomplishments, aka the achievements, and seek feedback. And having a supportive network will provide a safe space for you to learn, grow, and boost your confidence. But outside of that network, you also have a, a network inside the Holy Spirit that will guide you in all power and all truth and help you achieve whatever it is that you want to. So when we think about faith, when we think about confidence, it is a transformative quality. It's transformative because it can shape who you are, your overall well-being, and it also can impact directly your line of work, um, what you accomplish on and off the job and in your personal relationships. And so the research has shown, and I just highlighted two quick articles, but there are so many more. Confident individuals are more likely to succeed, to be satisfied, and to be resilient, both in their personal and professional lives. So it's important that we do what? We celebrate where we've been, aka our achievements, and set realistic goals. We embrace continuous learning because life is a journey, and that we cultivate a supportive network because it is important for us in these trying times to build the faith aka the confidence needed to thrive. And the one thing I will remind you is that confidence is not an overnight journey or an overnight trip or achievement. It's a lifelong practice. So as you invest in yourself, as you start to believe in who God says you are and believe in your abilities to do whatever it is that you put your mind to, you can embrace those opportunities for growth. So let faith, aka confidence, be your guiding force because that is how you truly unlock your potential and embark on a path to success. And again, don't forget to get, while you wait, activating your faith. Again, it's a quick read. It's a seven-day journal. And I encourage you to complete it over the seven days because each chapter has a short story, not, not too long, but each chapter has a short story. And then it goes into a principle regarding what to do while you wait. And while you wait, that is symbolic as well, because in life, there are periods, there are ebbs and flows. So sometimes you're waiting. Everything doesn't happen overnight. Everything isn't going to happen on our timetable. So sometimes you are waiting, but it's in those periods of waiting that the seeds of transformation are born. It's during that time of waiting that you learn about yourself and that you are preparing for the next situation that you may face. And so when I think about this book, it is written in that format. And my background is in training and education, um, which you may be able to tell that when you read it. But it really is how do you, one, connect it to real life? How do you apply a principle and how do you apply scripture to where you are and where you want to go? And then reflect, because reflection is important. It's important for you to think back, but also that reflection helps you to think forward. It helps you to envision where you want to be. And therefore, writing that vision, making that vision plain so that you know exactly what you want to achieve, how you want to achieve it, and how you will get there. And let me make sure that I give you the scripture for Habakkuk writing the vision. I want to say it's Habakkuk 2. It is. I got it right. Habakkuk 2, 
2 and verse 3, and it says, and then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision message is a witness pointing to what is coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. And it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait, it's on its way. It will come right on time. And that is from the message version of the Bible. But I will also read from the King James, the same scripture, Habakkuk 2, verses 2 to 3. And it says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And I'm sitting here smiling, this big smile, because I literally like, wow, thank you, God, for that revelation. While you wait, activate your faith. So on that note, I pray that this book will bless you that it will bless your spirit, and that it will encourage you to keep going in the midst of life's storms, the highs and lows, and that no matter what, you will remember to hold on to your faith and do not throw away your confidence because as it says in Hebrews 10, you will be richly rewarded. Keep on keeping on and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe, and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.